You're listening to Super Super whatever the infernal thing is. Super Califragilistic Awesome Disney Podcast. Each week, we're going to talk about three things. In Main Street, USA, we'll talk about the latest Disney news. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. In Tomorrowland, we'll talk about the things we're looking forward to. These aren't the droids you're looking for. And World Showcase is dedicated to our favorite Disney adventures. You already know the truth. So let's get this show on the road. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hello out there, podcast family. My name is Chris. And I'm Kelly. Welcome to this week's show. I'm going to go ahead and give a warning now. There's a lot of activity outside the back window of our new house, and Mm -hmm. never know when Miles, the big red dog, is going to go nuts. Might have to take security into his own hands, on his own own paws, as it (laughs) were. Always protecting us. From thank God for that. From trouble, big and small. So, um, hey, look at your ears. I'm wearing uh, Remy's Ratatouille adventure ears yes. tonight. Um, these are not foreshadowing anything. Okay, they're um, just new I'm and just, cool. Uh, they're just new and cool, and I thought they matched the the shirt that I'm wearing, uh-huh. which I love. By the way, yeah, I don't wear beautiful. this shirt enough. I say it every I time. Love it. Um, and so I just wanted to wear them. They're new. I'm very excited about these ears. I will say they're comfy. Oh, that's important. They're and cute. I had seen online that, that there was a shadow of Remy in the chef's hat. Yeah. But there's not. There's not. There's, there's not. Not in these, at Not least. in these. But I love the little mouse ears. Got He's got whiskers. whiskers. Yeah. I just, I'm so in love with these ears. Yeah, so these are in the, at least these came from the France Pavilion, France Pavilion right outside the new Remy Ride. Remy Ride. That's uh, exciting. Yes, I'm excited about them. Awesome. And you're wearing a uh, captain's hat. I am wearing a captain's hat. Is there um, a valid reason for that that you would like to share with with the group? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I think it'll all be made clear. Okay. All right. Well, then let's hit it. Okay. So um, on. No, no, not onto the news yet. Hey, where did we get downloads from this oh, week? Oh, where did we get downloads? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, so um, this week we were, by the way, April was our all-time highest download month ever. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you all for that. It is humbling because we put out, we, we, had, we had surpassed our all-time downloads. We did put out one bonus episode last week, but it was the only bonus episode we put out in April. We had we had surpassed our all-time monthly downloads before the bonus episode. Thank you all for that. So humbled by that. And this week we saw downloads from Bonita Springs, Florida, which is on the southwest coast of Florida near Sanibel Island. And okay. I know that that's a highly uh, sought-after vacation spot. Sounds beautiful. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Ooh. Yep. Humble, Texas, just north of Houston. Well, Humble, Texas. Humble, Texas. And Santiago, Chile. Yay. Chile, capital city of Chile, which That's is exciting. fantastic. Yes. I it's noticed an I know they always have bad pollution in Santiago. So maybe we're clearing the air there. Okay. That's such an odd fact for you to know about Santiago. I know. I don't know. There's just one little thing I see on the news every morning about air quality, and Santiago is always wretched. Oh, don't know I'm why. so sorry, Chileans. Mm hmm. Um, and, uh, if you listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, versus on YouTube, 
there was a, a, a little hint into the, In the new intro. contest. Yes, but the contest launches on Tuesday. Tuesday. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Um, that will launch on YouTube. What day is that? Well, Tuesday. It's Tuesday, but what day is that? That is May the 4th. Okay. And we'll, we'll tweet that out and Instagram it and all that fun stuff. I'll try to do some um, previews for this one like I did for the last contest. Okay. That sounds good. Um, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Awesome. I think it's going to go crazy on Tuesday. Your little spreadsheet's not going to know what hit it. I know. It's, it's making me tired just thinking about it already. <laughs> All right. So on to Main Street. So um, this week, Orlando International Airport reduced their physical distancing guidelines to three feet. Uh-huh. This comes on the heels of, of, um, of Florida officials making the same declaration. And CDC has sort of been hinting towards that. Um They've been talking about how as long as masking stays in place, three feet inside schools might be okay. Right. Um, this seemed like one of the m- more likely things to go first okay. uh, in terms of moving towards normalcy. Um, the Florida Surgeon General announced that vaccinated people don't need to wear masks anywhere at any time. How do you feel about that? Uh, I don't feel great about it. Yeah. I mean, I saw a map today that said um, Florida is like one of the top three states for new cases in the country. Well, it it definitely feels a little bit political to me um, that they would go that route. That it, it is not in line with the recent CDC guidelines. It is not that that said that um, that you can you can go without a mask. In outdoor areas, that's not very crowded. Right. If you're vaccinated, right? That was the new CDC Which guideline. Not what? It's not the, the same Florida as Surgeon what the Florida General. Surgeon General just said. Um, but nevertheless, Disney says there's that has absolutely no impact on their mask policy. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Um, Florida officials have also said temp checks are no longer necessary. Temp yeah. checks have uh, for a long time felt fairly iffy in terms of being able to predict if someone's got. I know, but you know my feelings about temp checks. I know. I say check them. And I also say especially check the children. Well, (laughs) right. I know. Because they are just. Children will spike a fever and they will bring diarrhea into those parks. (laughs) Like it is their job. They lick their hands, touch everything. I say check the children. (laughs) Just just temp check the children. (laughs) Temp check the children. I think that's probably going to be the first thing we see leave the parks uh, is the temp checks, honestly. I think that will have a direct impact on the amount of hand sanitizer I use. <laughs> I enjoy the temp check. I appreciate the temp check. Yeah. I don't. I think um, it's probably going to be the first thing to go. I know. A lot of people are like, you can't check my temperature. It's violating my rights, dude. I mean, I go know. home. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I'll go home. I mean, <laughs> like. Uh, you know, uh Previously, the mayor uh, in Orlando said that Orange County was considering dropping all mask mandates in the, in June or July, but again, doesn't likely to not have any impact on Disney. Right. You'll be excited about this. Okay. Disneyland Resort in Disneyland Paris is getting a royal refurbishment. Oh, yes. nice. This is, uh, this is a actually part of a hugely ambitious undertaking by Disneyland Paris to refurb For or the enhance 30th? or uh, just all of their resorts. Okay. So right. it doesn't have anything to do with the 30th anniversary? I don't know that out. it does or not because this, this is going to take a minute to do this one. Okay. 
but they they just finished their Hotel New York dash the Art of Marvel, um, which okay. is a new resort oh, over yeah. there. Okay, I remember that. Um, and they um, they just completed a Cars theme, Pixar's Cars okay. theme at Disney's Hotel Santa Fe over there. Okay. Um, they had not long ago uh, completed a Toy Story theme at Disney's Hotel Cheyenne. Okay, over there. Um, and now this one will be royal theme. Now this is this is a this is considered a five star. It's like in, their grant flow. By French standards, than. five star resort. Yeah. Are you implying that the French standards are higher than the American? That's standards what the or? article I read flat out said. Okay. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Excited about that. Yeah. Then. And then, and the new Hotel New York is going to be a four star resort. Okay. So, you know, when we go, we need to keep all that in mind. Mm-hmm. So, see you next year, Paris. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I don't know if anybody heard, but this week Disneyland opened. I heard that. Yeah. I heard yeah, it. it. It was a couple people mentioned it on social it's media. Just one or two. One or two. One or two. A few I pictures follow, taken. Might have posted I saw this uh, great shot of, of Bob Iger taking oh, yeah, pictures inside Disneyland. And the, one of the people I follow, one of the reporters I follow on Twitter was like, this is amazing. Bob Iger takes pictures just like we do. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cute, actually. So they have, um, obviously, it's California residents only for now. Uh-huh. Please open that up to us later this summer. Yeah. Um, and they are they are moving to 25% capacity up from the 15% capacity because it's things in California well. are going well right yeah. now, right? Yeah. Um, they will have a few restrictions that Walt Disney World doesn't have, though. Um, like, they will have no indoor queues. And um, no attractions will be available that last longer than 15 minutes. So if there are shows that last 20 or 25 minutes, those probably will not be available at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, Can you eat inside? Can you sit at a table and eat inside? Because that sounds like no. That sounds like they're not allowing any kind of gatherings inside and you can't be indoors for more than 15 minutes. Oh, that I don't know. They just said attractions. Okay. So I don't know how how they're feeling about food. It's interesting. Um, so I I would recommend, by the way, uh, going out to blog Mickey and checking out the, they posted some pictures from a tour of Avengers campus. Um, and, uh, they're really cool. Yeah. (laughs) And we talked about Avengers campus at California Adventure a few weeks ago Uh and the pictures that blog Mickey posted are really, it looks really cool. Okay. Awesome. Um, at magic kingdom, Buzz Lightyear is now boarding every car. Uh, previously that that was one reason why that had such a long line like a legit long line not just a, oh. appeared to have a long line right while we were there um they're now boarding every car so they were skipping cars yep. okay just for distancing yep okay um and there is now a new mask free relaxation station at epcot in morocco yeah gosh yep. they really are doing some stuff in morocco they are well, uh, is still there. And then there's an area, the area outside of mission space. Akershus is in Norway. Yeah. Uh-huh. You just said Akershus is still in Morocco. No, no, no. It's still a relaxation station. It's still oh, there okay, okay. at Epcot as a relaxation okay, station. I thought we were talking about Morocco. <laughs> just, we're alive here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best. <laughs> so yes, Morocco, Akershus in Norway, uh-huh. which we... Used it. That's delightful. That's Loved my, it. Might have been my favorite relaxation it was station. Air conditioned. There were private restrooms. Such yep. a great experience. 
Yeah, and then right outside of uh, Mission Space, there's okay. an outdoor one. Okay. Mini take. Mini take. Let's do it. All right, little Mickey popcorn bucket. <laughs> the one thing. This is hard. Okay. 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 The one thing you must eat or drink at Epcot. Crap. That's a hard one. The one thing I the must eat thing. or drink at Epcot. If you leave Epcot and you haven't eaten or drink or drank this one thing. Gosh. Okay. I, I mean, I'm like scanning it virtually. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, the frosé in France. I thought that might be what you went with. I always get the frosé in France. Yeah. I mean, several times. <laughs> this isn't the one thing you must drink four times in <laughs> Well, and it's something that's always there, too. Like, you can't pick something that's there for a festival. It's got to be a regular thing. I, I mean, I would say I almost always get some type of margarita. Right. I like that tricolored frozen margarita that they have. I don't mm-hmm. even know what it's called. I like the chips and queso. I mean, I usually hit up Mexico for that combo. Yep. Just to start things off. I know. Um, but I never miss the frosé. Okay, what about you? You know, that's really hard. Um, I am going to... <laughs> I think that what I'm going to say... I don't, I don't eat this every time. Oh, my gosh. I don't eat this every time. <laughs> but I would eat this every single time. Okay. Is the um, the troll horn at the um, Kringla Bakery at Norway. Oh my goodness! I, I did not see that coming a mile I, away, I would, and the build-up to it was—I would eat that every single time. The troll horn at the yeah. at the Norway bakery. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I've seen you eat it once, <laughs> but it's, <laughs> but my goodness, if they took it away, you'd protest. I would protest. You are you are for the troll horn. Yeah, I'm, I'm bummed, bummed that the Kring Law wasn't open the last two times we went. Because of the troll horn. Okay. <laughs> There's a million things I want to eat in France, but I've never even eaten like the 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 macaroon ice cream sandwich or you know. I don't know. I'm just the troll the, horn. The creme brulees that they sell that are just like no, bite no. size creme brulees. Troll horns, way to go. I've never had those things. I want them, but I've had the troll horn. Troll horn. You're being mockatory. I'm being a little bit mockatory. <laughs> I've only seen you ever eat it once. <laughs> well, it's it's delicious. You've only seen me eat the key lime pie on a stick once too, but I'd still okay. go for that. Okay. You ready for my do Tomorrowland? It. Do it, please. Um, maybe you heard the Disney Cruise Lines. Oh my goodness, you're the captain of a Disney Cruise Line. <laughs> Disney Cruise Lines unveiled their latest ship, the Wish. I did see that. It looks. Gorgeous. It's it's amazing. It looks amazing. It, it looks really amazing. Does. Yeah. It is scheduled to set sail in the summer of 2020. Okay. And it will it will make birth. Um. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. 2020. I'm sorry. 2022. Okay. I wrote, I wrote 2020. <laughs> That's last year. Mm-hmm. Scheduled to set sail next year. Let's put okay. it that way. Next okay. summer. But right. you can start booking trips uh, Thursday, May the 27th. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it'll it'll make uh, birth out of Port Canaveral, and I think okay. its first trip is like a five night deal to the Bahamas, okay. including Castaway Cay. All right. Um. So we we love cruises. 
Um, and but we've never been on a Disney cruise, and and I and I don't know when we will. I don't either. I've got some. Um, you got some reservations. reservations. I know. I know. <laughs> Nothing to do with quality or amazingness. I'm sure it's all phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I've just got reservations regarding you know being confined on a cruise ship with thousands of small screaming children. <laughs> I mean, I get it. We go to we go to the parks. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Okay, it's just not. I don't know that that's the cruise experience well, I'm looking for. But I'm open to being convinced otherwise. Hopefully, this is gonna this will help with that because there's some things here that are really cool. I mean, okay. I, I like a cruise ship with a casino too, and they don't have that. Here, right. So. Yeah. No, I'm I'm open but, to being convinced otherwise. But they say that uh, that they expect to bring Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars to a cruise ship like they've never accomplished previously. Okay. And I think maybe they. they oh have. yes, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell yeah. us about it then. Yeah, I, but I think that Disney cruise ships are the most beautiful cruise ships on the ocean. Oh yeah, and I, I mean I'm sure they're the the best appointed. The food is the best. I mean, if Disney launches something like that, it's going to be top tier stuff. Just, they're just beautiful I ships. They that, they they harken back to like old school, like turn of the century cruise yeah, ships. Yeah, I get it. Beautiful. I get it. Uh, so first things first, the Great Hall. In this thing, um, the common areas of the ship are they're they're based on the, a single idea of enchantment. The idea is that they that you should feel like you just stepped into a fairy tale. Okay. And so the the great hall of this of this ship is um, uh, Kristen Barbeau, who she's the area manager for Disney Cruise Lines, described this as a castle on the sea. Oh, right. So nice. this thing okay. is all it's all pristine white this great hall area mm-hmm. it's got gold trim someone online um actually likened the it's, it's three levels and they likened the the gold trim around the railings and the the the, the staircase that comes down mm-hmm. to rapunzel's hair just oh, lining line and it does if wow. you look at this picture it looks like rapunzel's hair could be Okay. Wrapped around the entire Great Hall. That's cool. But then they also have these twinkling lights that go up the up the pillars around the place, and it looks almost like like when um, Elsa stomps her foot and ice shoots from the floor up wow. through the through the walls. And okay, it's so beautiful. nice touches. They've got this beautiful golden chandelier in the middle, and and you come down the stairwell. The, the staircase and you're met by this golden statue of Cinderella at the bottom. It's, oh, Cindy makes a presence. Well done, Cindy. It's beautiful. It is really beautiful. Okay. Um, this, uh, Kristen Barbeau says that when you walk into this space, your senses just force you to stop and take it all in. Okay. Yeah. I'm for that. The staterooms also carry forward this storybook theme. Um, the, this, this particular ship doubles the number of concierge staterooms and suites, mm. including uh, Disney's first ever staterooms located above the bridge of the oh, ship. Oh, wow. And so those staterooms have these floor-to-ceiling windows that look out over the bow of the oh, ship. Oh, wow. I can imagine that those are pretty nice. You know, I will just say, you know, Disney cruises are significantly more expensive than any other cruise line. I mean, significantly. Yes, they so are. So you've got to believe that these these upgraded concierge areas and this amazing room over the bow of the ship is just a 
Uh, awesome. They're beautiful. I mean, a, pe- a pretty penny. They also have these, they debut these royal suites, um, which sleep up to six guests in a two-story suite with a spiral staircase. Oh, my goodness. First class amenities. Yeah. Okay, so on to some of the fun stuff to do. Okay. <clears throat> Another first for Disney Cruise Lines. The first attraction aboard of a Disney vessel. Okay. The Aqua Mouse. Okay. okay. This is a themed water ride. I think they've had slides before, but mm-hmm. this is a themed water ride that brings the uh, the cartoons like those of the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse to life. Okay. It features special effects and lighting and seen new animated scenes. Okay. So you join Mickey and Minnie in a completely new story called Scuba Scramble as you zip through 760 feet of water tube above the upper decks of the ship. Okay. Uh, Pam Rollins, who's executive producer of Walt Disney Engineering, says you could say it's going to have a splashtacular ending. Oh, gosh. Um, there are also six other pools spaced out and staggered across multiple tiered decks. Okay. There's a Toy Story-themed pool that with a family water slide and a splash area for the kitties. But with you in mind, okay. there's the Quiet Cove, the oh. adults-only sun-drenched infinity pool. With a chic cafe and a poolside bar. See, now that is nice. Yeah. I, I'm very much for things named Quiet Cove. Well, for sure. <laughs> dining. Here's where I think they're making their bones. Okay. Um, dining aboard a Disney vessel has been taken to the next level anyway. Yeah. I, in my, yeah, go to YouTube. Yeah. You can find all these videos. Yeah. It's amazing. And they, and they continue that with, with restaurants that are all, you're only going to find on this ship in yeah. most cases. Arendelle is a restaurant. It's actually called Arendelle, a frozen dining adventure. I think that's poorly named because mm. the food's not frozen. Let's say that implies ice cream. What this actually is, is an immersive meal with live entertainment oh. um, featuring Elsa, Anna, Kristoff and Olaf and offers world-class cuisine infused with Nordic influence. Okay. Then there's the world of Marvel, the worlds of Marvel. This is a first ever Marvel cinematic dining adventure where guests play an interactive role in an action-packed Avengers mission. Mm. That unfolds around them. Okay, so like a like a mystery game. So I, that's my impression. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fun. I would do that. Then a restaurant called 1923, named for the year that Walt Disney Company was founded, okay. pays homage to the golden age of animation. Obviously, there's casual dining, specialty treats, 24 hour room service. Mm-hmm. Then there are three adults only locations inspired by Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Okay. One is sort of on every Disney ship. It's called Palo. And it's an Italian restaurant. But on this ship, it's Palo Steakhouse, where they take the elements of a modern steakhouse and combine it with the Italian restaurant that is already aboard every ship. Okay. Right. This one is um, inspired by Cogsworth from Beauty and the Beast. All right. Precision and elegance. Okay. Okay. So where precision and elegance uh, define Palo, Enchante. Enchante. Is defined by romance. And intimacy, uh, just like Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. Nice. Right? So this is where Chef Arnaud Lallemand, who is a three-star Michelin chef. Look at you with your little French. I know. I know. <laughs> um, this is considered the most luxurious dining experience on board. Okay. Yeah, featuring a gourmet menu uh, crafted by this Michelin chef. Mm-hmm. And then you have The Rose, which is uh, inspired by The Rose from Beauty and the Beast. This is a uh, a lounge that sits out in front of both Palo and Enchante, 
so you can have a pre-cocktail or post-meal cocktail okay. before you go into where you're That's you nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm, right. and adult, I'm for this zone. Again, adults only. Totally always. for this zone. Speaking of lounges, we cannot leave out the first ever Star Wars-inspired location on a Disney vessel, the Hyperspace Lounge. It's an immersive experience will be reserved for adults in the evenings, offering interactive tasting experiences from Batu, Tatooine, and Mustafar. I'm for that. They have a Walt Disney Theater where they show Broadway-type shows. They've got Luna, which is a friends and family entertainment area in the daytime, but in the evening it turns into an adults-only hub of entertainment. Okay. Um, and obviously they've got lots of areas for just the kids to go. Yes. Right? 3 to 13 can go to the Oceaneer Club. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Walt Disney Imagineering Lab, which looks awesome. Marvel Superhero Academy, where kids can learn to be superheroes from Spider-Man, etc. Um, this thing is this thing is sweet. Yeah, I can see like as parents why a Disney Cruise Line would be very um, uh, appealing because yeah, you can take the whole family, but you could you can go do other things, right? They've exactly. got tons of childcare yeah, on a Disney tons Cruise Line, of it. tons of yes. good childcare mm-hmm. on a Disney Cruise Line vessel, and so I can get I can get behind that. Yeah, I can get yeah. behind that. Yeah, it is expensive. It's it's super expensive. It's do you twice, have do you have price prices? I don't, this? not for this ship yet. But okay. May twenty seventh, we'll be able to find that out. Okay, all right, that's so, exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. All right, okay. you ready? Tomorrowland, I'm so excited. No, you've got World Showcase. Oh, I've got World Showcase. Yes, I'm you so excited about Showcase? that. Yeah, the reason I screwed that up is because we're talking about the Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my notes and I was like, Tomorrowland. Yes. So, you know, we've had this ongoing saga, really, you know, since they took it down, right? Of when is it going to reopen? And I get upset every week and, you know, yes, whatever. You it's, I'm not going to lie. It's one of my favorite rides yeah. at Magic Kingdom. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful ride. And so I thought it would be fun to talk about what makes it so great. Okay. But also to give a little bit of a history on it. You know, I I'm going, this. I'm like channeling Chris here. And given history on a ride. It's weird to hear you say that. Hear my <laughs> name like that out of your mouth. Know, I'm channeling Hun here. And, <laughs> and I'm going to like give history on a ride. Okay, so first, um, this ride was originally launched at Disneyland. Okay. But they ended up screwing theirs up. So in the 90s, they decided to turn it into um, th- these rocket launcher things. Okay. And make the... It turned the cars into what like rockets that got launched down the track. Oh. But the problem was it made a really jerky ride because they didn't change the track. And so it would launch and then go really slow around the corners and launch and then go really slow. And so it caused a really jerky ride, but also it caused a lot of like um, buildup on the tracks, like where oh. cars were bumper to bumper waiting to finish. And that takes away the entire beauty the whole, the whole of the people mover. The people mover yeah. Right. So Disneyland screwed theirs up and turned it into rockets in the 90s. People hated it. They closed it, and it's never been refurbed. They don't have a people mover at Disneyland? They don't have a people mover at Disneyland. OMG. I know. It would have celebrated its 30th anniversary in 2017. Oh, Or 50th anniversary in 2017. It was launched there in 1967. So, Walt originally developed, or he deployed the idea for what would become the people mover at the 1964-65 New York World's Fair. Of course. He loved to do that at World's Fairs. He did. With his magic skyway of Ford vehicles. (laughs) It was a huge hit. <laughs> yeah. Huge hit. Um, and so it originally opened. We're just talking about the one in Disney World. Okay. okay. So we're just at Magic Kingdom. 
It originally opened as the Wedway People Mover. I remember. On July the 1st, 1975. And it was based on the People Mover attraction at Disneyland in California, which closed in 1995. Okay. Now, one of the biggest differences between the Wedway and the one in California was in California, they had enclosed vehicles with roofs. Oh. And so the one in Florida was not enclosed, which is one of the reasons it's so great. But in any case, WED... W-E-D stood for Walter Walter Elias Disney. Disney. Yes. Okay. So this became the Tomorrowland Transit Authority on June the 12th of 1994. Around that same time, it was also referred to as the TTA Metroliner by the narrator. That really never caught on no. with the attendees. No. I've never heard the TTA Metroliner. Mm. Uh, but it became the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. And then it changed the title we know today, which is the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, um, on August the 6th of 2010. Okay. But most people just call it the People, people mover. mover. Yeah, And I think it's because that's when you walk up to the ride. People Mover is it's really huge. huge and yeah. Tomorrowland Transit Authority kind of goes yeah. across the top yeah. of that. Uh, but anyway, so during the first refurb in 1994, you'll love this part, a new backstory was launched. Okay. Saying that there were three different lines. The blue line, which was the actual ride. The red line, which would take people off planet. Okay. And the green line, which provided transportation to the Tomorrowland local hoverburbs. Okay. <laughs> so there was actually a sign on the outside of the, the track, on the outside of the ride that said blue line. Uh, okay. Do you remember that? Maybe. Maybe like, vaguely. If somebody was going to remember it, it would be you. Yeah. Okay. So the original host was Jack Wagner. Uh, okay. He he was the narrator from 1975 to 1985. Okay. He's big name. He, he did a lot of things in general, Disney. but a big name for Disney. Yeah. The and it changed a couple of times. Now the current narrator is Mike. I'm going to say Brassel, okay. who has composed music for several parks, but he also narrates "Living with the Land." Uh, okay. Living good. with the Land. <laughs> You also hear now from a few Disney characters. So when you go over Mickey Star Trader's store, you Uh, hear from Mickey. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, You hear by you hear from Roz when you pass the Monsters Inc. laugh floor, and you hear from Buzz when you go through Space Ranger Spin. Nice. Um, My personal favorite, other than Mike, is the female voice that pages Mr. Morrow. Mr. Tom Tom. Morrow. I love her so much. So here are some stats. Okay. First of all, it is 5,484 feet long. Oh, okay. Which is a little bit over a mile. Okay. Okay. It's about 200 feet longer than a mile. It goes, well, I'm going to have you guess this. Do you know how fast it goes in miles per hour? I'm going to say not much Four. Six point eight four miles okay. per hour. Right. Which is good. I yeah. mean that's that's great. Has thirty-two vehicles with oh. twenty riders per vehicle. Oh. Right. So it's not one continuous yeah, vehicle. that's right. It's okay, like a yeah. vehicle and then a vehicle and the vehicle. It's a continuous yeah, yeah. track. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's but like... there's spaces between the vehicles. Wow, okay. So thirty two is a lot. It's a lot. Thirty two vehicles with twenty riders per vehicle. Fun fact. You're going to love this fun fact. If you don't already know this, 
This is going to blow your mind. You're going to be so excited about <laughs> I'm this. Ready okay. To have my mind blown. The below ground subway at the George Bush Intercontinental Airport in Houston, Texas, was built by Walt Disney's Imagineering's Wed Transportation Systems in 1981 to provide efficient transportation between the terminals. Um, it operates in a circuit, and it is the only Wedway people mover built by the Walt Disney Company outside of Disney property. That is really cool. <laughs> I knew you would love that. I knew you would love that. That's so great. It makes me want to ride that, whether I I need to or not. That's awesome, right? So D23 describes it as this. They said, from the beginning, the emphasis was not only on moving guests from one place to another, but to contribute to a sense of nonstop movement for guests watching from the ground while affording passengers a bird's eye view of surrounding attractions. Right. So it's actually an event for the people on the ground too. nonstop movement in Tomorrowland. Yeah. It keeps, it it, it creates a sense of energy in the part of that part of the park. It really does. And so according to my mom, when we went, when I was young in, in, 1981 um all i wanted to do was ride the people mover yeah like she and i apparently read that for hours it's somehow it's magic yes we wrote it for hours and hours that and the monorail we we were like frequent flyers on the people mover and the monorail in 1991 so why is it so great i've got five reasons okay number one simplicity yes it is simple there is nothing about this ride that blows your mind. No, it's not, not thrilling. It's not a thrill ride. It's not daring. There's nothing about it that just blows you away. But I think a lot of times simplicity is gold. For sure. Right? Yep. Keeping it simple. This is the ride. This is what to expect. Right? Changing it into rocket launchers. Screwed that up, yep. Disneyland. Yep. yep. You screwed it up. Okay, simplicity is the way to go. One of my favorite things is it offers a guided tour of Tomorrowland. Yeah. And it takes you inside several attractions. So you get to go inside Space Mountain. You can't really see anything, but you hear people screaming. You can know what's going on. And you get to go inside Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin. Mm -hmm. You go past the queue at uh, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Uh And then Star Traders. Yep. So getting to see like inside those buildings yeah. is cool to me in in the way that the monorail going through the contemporary is cool. Absolutely right. Like transportation in a building. That's right. That's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, that transitions in and out of buildings. Yes. Yeah. Like that's awesome. That's cool. Um, great park views. It's one of my favorite ways to take a picture of the castle. Oh man, yeah. You get great views of the castle. It's awesome. I love it so much. Um, no line. This is number four. No line. Yeah. You yeah. can typically walk right on, right? Because it's a constantly it's moving constantly track. Moving. Yep. So again, there's like space between the vehicles, but there's rarely any more than a five minute wait. Yeah. It, even if there is a long line, it moves. It's constantly right. moving. Which is why mother, my, my mother could take like a four year old just in round trip, round, right. round, 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 round. And right. I was just thrilled. Right. Right. Number five, this is, I think, other than the simplicity and the guided tour, okay, really, I like all five of these, (laughs) but this one's probably, it's in my top five. (laughs) It is, in fact, in your top five. Maybe it's in my top three. Okay. It is, in fact, in your top three. Definitely in my top five. Uh, Relaxation. Yo, yes. So no matter whether it's cold or blazing Florida hot, Yep. right? It is the perfect way to relax. There's a nice breeze, always a good breeze. Um, You get to go through some air-conditioned areas. Um, I love to take pictures of us on the People Mover because we always look so relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. You can't not be relaxed on the People Mover. That's true. 
and it's it's a magical ride in that every you don't find anybody that doesn't love it. Right. But you know, it's just it's not a thrill ride. It's not. It's perfect. It. But like if you're riding with say four people, you're facing each other. Yeah. You can talk the whole time. Yeah. You can take pictures of each other across the aisle. I mean, I love this ride. Yeah. You know what my favorite thing about the ride is? We kiss in the dark places. That's right. <laughs> I was gonna say, you can you can steal a kiss when you're in the dark. <laughs> I do like that. Yeah. I mean, there's something to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's a great ride. Yeah. Which is it really speaks to what Disney is, I think, because there's this there's this arms race among theme parks to put out the 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 most you know thrilling rides. And Disney's like, you know what? We're going to put out the People Mover. It's going to be 50 years old, and you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Okay. Good job. I like that. So that's our show for this week. We hope you all enjoyed it. And you know what? Here's what you can do. Go out to the your, your source for podcasts. Click subscribe so that you don't have to worry about downloading every week. It automatically downloads. Give us a rating. Leave us a review. And that will help us find new listeners, and we'll maybe we'll break our record again next month. Yes, we'd really appreciate that. Um, and if you're looking for more things Disney, please visit scfadp.com. That's S for Super, C for Cali, F for Fragilistic, A for Awesome, D for Disney, P for Podcast. This Tuesday, people, be on the lookout this Tuesday when we launch our third and final contest for Season 3. It's going to be awesome. It is going to be awesome. Keep an eye out for that uh follow us on all the social medias at scfadp on twitter instagram and facebook supercalifragilisticawesomedisneypodcast is what you want to subscribe to on youtube uh so you know the more the merrier yes we'd love to see you and with that we hope to see, see you real soon, soon.